We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Monday. It is December 26th. It is 2022. We have seven NBA games to talk about here on today's podcast. Hope everyone had a fantastic Christmas weekend. Merry Christmas. Um, technically recording this on Monday. Typically record um, the podcast like on Sunday night and have someone recording with me. But with it being Christmas... I didn't want to ask anyone to take time away from their families and just wanted to go ahead and record a solo podcast. And it's been a crazy day for me. So uh, it's after midnight, but hope everyone had a fantastic weekend. We're here to talk some hoops. We got seven games to talk about. First look podcast, as always, brought to you by Sleeper Fantasy. If you haven't checked them out, Use the promo code GRINDERS, get a 100% deposit bonus up to 100 bucks, And uh, yeah, 100% up to 100 bucks. GRINDERS promo code. And uh, hopefully we can get some, um, get some good mojo going over there on Sleeper. Had some really good DFS teams and missed a couple, um, missed a couple fantasy props to keep it from just being like an absolute great weekend. Um, on the DFS fantasy side, but either way, Saturday went really well for football, so definitely ready to jump back in and uh, talk some hoops. We get started here with Brooklyn at Cleveland, 220 and a half total in this one. Cleveland, a two-point favorite. Harris is out on the Brooklyn side. Talk about that here in just a second. Rubio, Wade, and Windler remain out for Cleveland. Tough matchup for Brooklyn here going into Cleveland. Cleveland, top defensive rated team in the NBA. 
They also play at the slowest pace in the NBA, and Brooklyn's not a fast-paced team either. So, you know, two bottom seven teams as far as pace is concerned. So, overall, this game definitely projects as one of the slowest projected games in pace on the slate. So, I mean, that's definitely a concern. Looking at the Brooklyn side of this game, I mean, it's it's hard not to like KD, but the problem is with Kyrie, Simmons, and KD all healthy, it's really tough to play him at this price tag. We saw a big game from Ben Simmons against Milwaukee the other day. Hoping we could potentially see him get, you know, a little bit more run, way more involved. We saw this, you know, before he got hurt last time. So at 6,300, I think Simmons would be my favorite play from Brooklyn. I don't think Joe Harris matters that much. Maybe it's an extra few minutes for a couple guys. TJ Warren has been someone that has been playing 20 minutes, but those games weren't close. So maybe TJ Warren gets a few extra minutes with Harris out and plays 22 minutes again. And he's 3,800. He's someone that can score and get rebounds and assists. He's very efficient when he's on the floor. So if you want to take a tournament shot on him, I wouldn't talk you off of it. But, you know, Royce O'Neal is someone that's going to play minutes in close games. Um, It's just he doesn't have a a huge usage rate. He doesn't average a ton of fantasy points per minute. So it would probably, like I said, it would be Simmons, Durant, Kyrie of the big three for me on Brooklyn here night before. And then for best of the rest, I'd go probably Claxton and then uh, take a tournament shot on TJ Warren. On the Cleveland side, Brooklyn has... Definitely be playing better defensively here Um, over the last few weeks. They were a bottom, you know, seven team. Fired uh, Steve Nash. And now, I mean, they're 12th in defensive rating. So a lot better than where they kind of started the season. Mitchell is someone I'm always interested in, especially in tournaments. He's always a high usage guy that has a ton of upside. Garland is someone who's at 27 27% on the season as far as usage. He's averaging one point fantasy, one fantasy point per minute, where Mitchell's at 31%, averaging 1.22. So when you're only paying an extra 1200 bucks, I feel like the ceiling is higher for someone like Mitchell. I think Evan Mobley is interesting here at 6100 you know, getting a few days off and, you know, getting healthy after, you know, dealing with a little bit of a knee injury. So really like him. They haven't played since Friday. So could potentially get, you know, his normal minutes and have a solid game at 6100. Definitely could use his size in this matchup. So I like Mobley's price. Allen still has upside. I prefer Mobley over Allen. Um, you know, Kevin Love's minutes kind of went back down with Mobley playing the other night. He's 4200, seven game slate. We'll see what kind of value opens up throughout the day. LA taking on Detroit in Detroit, 221 and a half total in this one. The Clippers, a four and a half point favorite. We do know that Kawhi is not going to play in this game. And then Cunningham and Livers remain out for the Clippers. So, I mean, no, no Kawhi Leonard obviously makes us have interest in Paul George, especially in a matchup against Detroit. So like Paul George a lot, I think he's someone that we'll see get, quite a bit of ownership and i mean 
it's a his price is just not as high as it should be without Kawhi on the floor. So 9K on DraftKings, ton of interest in Paul George. He's someone I'll definitely be looking at some fantasy props for as well. 33% usage, 1.27 fantasy points per minute with Kawhi off the floor. That's a 2% usage bump. Um, so definitely like that. Outside of that, I mean, John Wall, 5,900. If you want to take a shot and hope that he gets minutes, I don't hate it. I don't love it. Um, I think someone like Norman Powell could really benefit from Kawhi being out, and he's 5,200. So as of right now, I definitely like Powell as a value play on this slate. On the Detroit side, you know, Bogdanovich is 6,100. We know that he's someone that could, you know, put up big games when he gets hot. He hasn't been playing as well, but he's still shooting a ton. So I think that's what you're just kind of looking for from him. You know, Hayes has been someone that has been consistent, but he hasn't shown a ton of ceiling where Jaden Ivey, he's all over the place, but he's shown a little bit of a ceiling here recently. Duran at 5,200 is someone who should play 27 to 32 minutes here. Um, So definitely don't mind taking him depending on like what value opens up throughout the day. So Detroit, not a a team that I typically like to target, but I think that, you know, as much Paul George as I want to have on the slate, I'll definitely be looking to run it back with like a Bogdanovich or an Ivy or Duran type of play. Minnesota at Miami, 223 and a half total here. Miami is a four and a half pay four and a half point favorite. Um, I mean, there's a few books that have taken this line off the table with some of this injury news, but Kyle Anderson's questionable. McLaughlin, Prince, and Cat Carnathy Towns remain out. On the Miami side, Bam and Butler questionable. Deadman out. Vincent questionable. You're at seven outs. So a lot of potential here, you know, depending on who plays and who doesn't play for Miami. On the Minnesota side, I mean, Anthony Edwards is 9,200. Tougher matchup here, depending on who sits and who plays. Could be a good contrarian play. On this slate, he's obviously someone that's capable of 60-plus fantasy points at this price point. Rudy Gobert at 7K. Definitely a matchup that I like Rudy Gobert. You know, his size definitely will come into play here, especially if Bam sits. I like Rudy Gobert even more, so... Someone I'm looking at, um, if Kyle Anderson sits again, J.D. McDaniels is 5,100. He's playing a ton of minutes right now with Anderson out, so don't mind that. And, I mean, we all I mean, we all want the Jalen Noel thing to work, but they're just not giving him enough minutes. Um, you know, I mentioned Austin Rivers the other day, and uh, he went back to being Austin Rivers, so my bad. <laughs> um yeah (laughs) i don't even know i don't even know what to to say about that but hey listen mistakes were made and um you guys can all laugh at me for talking about austin rivers on the miami side i mean we're waiting to see if butler and bam sit with deadman already rolled out um if if these guys we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring The best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Excuse me. If these guys sit as well, um, just going to open up a ton of potential, um, ton of minutes potential as well. Tyler Hero is really interesting. If Butler and Bam are out, um, he's 9,100. He's kind of expensive. If Butler sits, I like Victor Oladipo a lot at 5,700. They have no problem running him out 35 minutes. Kyle Lowry is 66. Kind of borderline where I want to pay for him. Um, and then Caleb Martin is probable. Played 19 minutes on Friday in his last game. So Miami is an interesting team depending on injury news. Um, who's in, who's out type of stuff. You know, with Deadman out, Haslam questionable, you know, Bam questionable. Um, it will be very interesting to see, you know, what we're looking at here as far as Miami goes um, throughout the day. Houston heading into Chicago, 227 and a half total here. Chicago is an eight point favorite. On the Houston side, Eric Gordon is questionable. Tate remains out. On the Chicago side, Ball remains out. Caruso is out. Green and Jones Jr. are doubtful. So going to the Houston side first, I mean, not the greatest matchup in the world going up against the Bulls. Not the worst. They, they've definitely been a team that has pushed the pace a little bit more this season. They're not playing as good defensively. And Houston's kind of a middle-of-the-road pace team. We know they're one of the worst defensive teams. So, I mean, Chicago's definitely going to put up points in this game. My problem is, like, Kevin Porter Jr., we know that he's capable of big games. His price tag, 7,100. It's a smaller slate, so I'm, I'm worried about him. Jalen Green, 6,800. I, I think I'd rank him over Kevin Porter Jr., but the guy I really like in this matchup is Sangoon. It's a tougher matchup against Vooch, but we know he's going to get the minutes. Um, Jabari Smith has been playing really decently here. You know, double-digit shot attempts now in five straight games, at least 25 minutes in each of those games. So he's kind of, you know, somewhat interesting in this matchup. But outside of that, I mean, if Eric Gordon sits, he he's going to, I mean, he's a 25 to 30-minute night player. So that could potentially open up you know, minutes for maybe someone like Garrison Matthews, who's like minimum salary, or we could see them, you know, just kind of play maybe like KJ Martin a little bit more or just kind of spread it out between like Easton and Martin. So I don't, I, I would kind of look at what projections are, are thinking here is if Gordon sits, who could get minutes bumped, but I mean, it, it is 25 minutes. So it, it's enough to definitely look into it more. Um, if Gordon does end up getting ruled out. On the Chicago side, I mean, DeRozan's 8400 This seems like a great price tag to jump on DeRozan. 
Zach Levine, 7,600. I don't mind, you know, looking at him as a potential tournament play. I could see Vooch having a big game. I don't really like going down to these other guys. I mean, Patrick Williams plays a ton of minutes. If you end up on him, just like final spot in, don't hate it. AU, 33 and 34 minutes in the last couple games. Um, So definitely want to see like... With Caruso out, I think you could take some shots on AU here. Unless Caruso gets like ruled in throughout the day. But I mean, with a concussion and already being ruled out, I think that it's safe to say like AU at 4K um, is a, is just a fantastic value play today. Knowing that like he should continue to get this like 30 minute roll at 4,000 against against Houston. Indiana at New Orleans, 231.5 total. These last three games, big totals, high potential here. New Orleans, six-point favorite in this one. Neesmith and, yeah, Neesmith is questionable. And Jalen Smith is questionable. Um, it threw me off my notes here. But Tice remains out. And then on New Orleans side, Ingram, Little, they're both out still. And then Larry Nance is questionable. Looking at the the Pacers side of this game, I mean, New Orleans, defensively, they've actually been pretty solid this season. I think they ranked like sixth or seventh in defensive rating. And I mean, they're right outside the top 10 in pace. Indiana plays fast. Indiana, their defense has gotten better here, you know, especially like over the last couple of weeks when they've been getting healthier. So, I mean, this is a game with a high total that has a ton of potential but I, I still think I'd lean more towards like just kind of saying these guys are more tournament plays than they are, you know, safer, like main, main type of lineup builds. Um, I, I mean, Halliburton is your guy from the Pacers. I don't think you could play Matherin or, or Buddy Heald at these price points. Um, if like Neesmith and Jalen Smith get ruled out, like Neesmith has been someone that they've been playing 26 to 30 minutes a night and Jalen Smith is like right around like a 20 minute guy. It would become interesting if that starts to happen. Um, I mean, Duarte's back up with the team. Does he get the minutes bump or, you know, do they go small with like a TJ McConnell or go Brissette? So, I mean, just trying to figure out where the minutes are going to end up. I think if Jalen Smith is out, Brissette gets minutes. And then if knee Smith sits, um, it, I think it be, it would become between I would I lean Duarte just because like Numhart is already playing plenty of minutes, so I think Duarte would get like a twenty five minute type of game. Maybe Matherin gets like a a thirty minute game, but he just hasn't been playing well. So it will be interesting to see what happens um, on the Pacers if Neesmith and Jalen Smith get ruled out. On the New Orleans side of things, Zion's just capable of monster games. Went for 50 fantasy points the first time these two teams met. He's someone that can go for a triple-double. He has that triple-double upside. CJ McCollum, coming off of a couple of big games here. Um, you know, Obviously, Zion was dealing with the COVID-19 protocols, so we saw a lot more usage for him. I think with... Valanciunas's price at 6700 you're just kind of looking at McCollum or Zion in this game. If Larry Nance gets ruled out for this one, 
I think you could potentially play like a Herb Herb Jones at 5100, or even take some shots on like a a Trey Murphy type of play. And I think you'll see like Najah Marshall become someone that people are talking about if Larry Nance doesn't play. His minutes are super inconsistent. Um, so I mean that's my only concern in this scenario. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Utah at San Antonio, 235.5 total in this one. Utah, 5.5 point favorite. Really, the only injury news that we have here the night before is Kelly Olinick is not expected to play. So we'll start here with Utah. I mean, no, no Kelly Olinick should definitely open the door for Vanderbilt and Kessler. It's really just kind of who you want to take the shot on. Me, I prefer Walker Kessler. But Vanderbilt having that power forward eligibility is super nice. He is capable of big games. Those guys are both really interesting here going up against San Antonio. Marketing, he's 8,300. This is a guy that can go for 50-plus fantasy points, so on a smaller seven-game slate, he definitely fits the build for like a, a really interesting tournament play. I'm assuming Sexton you know, gets 20, 25 minutes. A little bit of an increase, maybe six to seven minutes, so some of these guys that you know we've potentially been playing with Sexton out getting his minutes, I think you can jump back off of that. Um, I think Conley, 5K is a reasonable price tag. He's just not a high usage guy. So on the Utah side, for me, it would be marketing in large field tournaments and then taking shots on Vanderbilt and Kessler uh, with Olenek not expected to play. On the San Antonio side... I mean, this team is so tough to figure out. Like, Keldon Johnson is capable of monster games. Devin Vassell, capable of monster games. They're just not doing it. Um, Trey Jones, he's fairly priced for a seven-game slate if he's the last piece in. Um, if Podal was playing more, I think you could take some shots on him. And then, like, Zach Collins is not playing a ton. So, yeah, I mean, Jeremy Shokan has been someone that they've been giving minutes to. If you want to take some tournament shots on him at 4,500, you can. Um, my only my only concern about, like, Shokan is, like, were they only giving him minutes because um, Johnson was out? But he did play 26 minutes against Orlando with Johnson, but more of a blowout type of game. So I'll be looking into game flow of that game a little bit more and seeing, like, was he really playing 26 minutes or did he get to like the last eight minutes or something and really just w was going to end up like under 20 minutes. So I'll be looking into Shokan a little bit here on this seven game slate. And we finish it out with Charlotte at Portland, 238 total in this one, Portland, a six point favorite. Martin is out. DSJ is questionable. Little Peyton and Winslow out for Portland. I mean, a good game to target here. Charlotte plays really fast. Um, 
they're a team that we've been targeting all year. They're a faster pace team and with like, a, like I said, 10th pace and rate pace. They're 27th in defensive rating this season. Portland, they're not a good defensive team either. They're 25th. Uh, Portland does tend to play a little bit slower, but this is a game that I think we all want to circle. It's a, it's a standalone late game. I think you don't want to be leading a tournament with no guys in this lineup unless you just hit the absolute nuts in the first six games. On the Charlotte side, I mean, Rogier is back. He played 38 minutes against the Lakers um, on Friday night. Lamelo Ball, still capable of monster games. Um, his usage goes down a little bit, but he's triple-double upside every single night. So I think you could take shots on him or Rogier in this game. I think Ubre with Rogier back and Ball back, it's really tough to to pay this price tag for him. Gordon Hayward is more of like a role player right now um, at this point in his career. Mason Plumley, it doesn't. I don't think he has as much upside as some of these other guys on this slate. PJ Washington, he's capable of having decent games. Um, he's just not going to be my favorite play on really any slate. And then on the Portland side of things, I mean, I, I love Damian Lillard in this spot. I, Lillard could absolutely smash in this game. Um, Grant is capable of big games. I don't love his price tag at sixty nine hundred. Simons, we're, we're I mean, it's 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 creeping. It's creeping. We're gonna get Anthony Simons at like fifty five hundred here in the next couple weeks, um, and we're gonna jump on that. Josh Hart at 5,600 would be my favorite play outside of Lillard in this one. And then if you want to take some tournament shots on Nurkic, I don't hate it. It's just you really just hoping the minutes are there. This is a spot he could smash in. If you really wanted to go deep tournament play here, Drew Eubanks is someone that is super interesting at 3,600. They're really watching the minutes here for Nurkic with this calf. Um, if they continue to do that in this game and Eubanks plays 22 minutes at 3,600 against Charlotte, he could smash. He played 22 minutes against them earlier this year and put up 31 fantasy points. So you're going to see him in a few minutes. Um, he's my let's get weird GPP play of the day. All right, that's it. Let's play the morning grind game. We're going to get out of here. Quick, fast podcast, solo podcast. Hope everyone enjoyed We'll be back on YouTube tomorrow with the normal podcast, but I'm super tired. I look super tired, and I didn't want to have my big light on, so we did not go live on YouTube tonight. So back tomorrow for YouTube. Morning grind game, favorite play under 5K to go 7X. Give me IU from Chicago. Like I said, with Caruso not expected to play in this game, IU is 4K. He's been playing 30 minutes. I like his chances um, to go big 7X here. Over 8K to go under 5X, my bust today at the top. it's This is a tough one today. I think there's a lot of these guys are in really decent spots, but I'm going to go Kyrie with Simmons back and KD. Tough matchup against Cleveland. I know it's going back into Cleveland. I know the narrative street. I get it. I mean, he could have a monster game here, yada, yada, yada. I'm going to be underweight on Kyrie. I might even fade him um, if I only make one team. So, And then my favorite 6X play today. There's a lot of good plays today. I struggle with this one. I mean, 
I didn't want to go. I didn't want to go all the way to the top. But I mean, I'm just gonna do it. Give me. Uh, try. I was trying to find someone. Give me Lamelo Ball as my favorite six X play today. I think he's gonna go for over sixty. Maybe that's a hot take. Maybe, maybe that that works out. Maybe I get the hot take call, and you know, I think he's gonna go for a triple double in this game. I think he's gonna have a monster game. So maybe that's just a hot take. Then my fit. My let's get weird GPU play. Um, on this slate is from the same game. It's Eubanks, thirty six hundred. I think even in twenty minutes he could crush in this spot at low ownership. So I'm really interested to see what his ownership comes in at tomorrow. Um, nothing up yet on sleeper. That I was like, oh, I got to jump on this. So I will definitely make sure to post a sleeper pick over there in the grinder squad chat. So if you haven't joined, make sure you do that. And then as far as just like overall bets on this slate, there's nothing jumping off the page to me. Um, Watch that Miami news. Watch that Miami news. Um, I, I think the Clippers still have a really good chance to beat Detroit by more than four and a half. Um, so, I mean, that's, that's kind of where I'm at here. So, that's going to wrap it up for Monday. Again, I hope everyone had a fantastic weekend. Enjoyed Christmas. We'll be back tomorrow talking more hoops. Good luck. We'll see you then.